On te purongo o te pautūtanga, I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Kia ora Giles and goodness, how is all this terrible weather expected to impact our economy? Kira to you, Marnie. Well, the floods that have battered Auckland, parts of Bay of Plenty and Waitomo, they may cost the economy as much as a half a billion dollars. That's one estimate anyway from Infometrics Principal Economist Brad Olson. He says it's still too soon to know the full extent of the damage to Auckland, but he says the run on building supplies as the rebuild begins will push up prices. Conversely, and you can see the Auckland storm have been actually slightly boosting GDP, because there's a whole bunch more spending and investment that needs to go on. But of course, this just makes up for a whole bunch of resources that have been trashed. Um, And so despite the fact that you might see a small boost in GDP relative to what you would have otherwise seen, that's not really good news. It's just an artificial bump. Well, there's senior market strategist at BNZ, Jason Wong, says the rainfall will add supply-side and demand-side pressures on the Auckland region and exert additional inflationary pressures in coming months. And the claims are mounting for the two main insurance company groups, IAG and Suncorp. At last count, they have more than 8,000 claims between them. IAG Chief Executive Amanda Whiting says the number of claims is significant and she expects more. At this stage, we've seen, for all of our brands, NZI State and AMI, around 5,200 claims. That is fairly significant in such a short period of time, a very large event and bigger than we've seen in the last two years. The claims we're seeing at the moment are for home contents, vehicles and businesses. So uh, uh, you know, there's a big combination here because the impact has been so widespread. We expect to actually receive more over the coming days as people return home, either from being away for a long weekend or from being evacuated from their homes and being able to return. Amanda Whiting says IAG customers should lodge an insurance claim as soon as possible. And Suncorp Group, which has the Vero and AA insurance brands, has had about 3,000 claims. It says its losses from the weather event will be capped at $50 million. So far, there have only been limited reports of damages to bigger commercial and industrial concerns. Aged care and retirement village operator Arvida had to evacuate residents from one village on Friday night. Damage to the complex is still being assessed. Auckland property manager Stride, which leases out big box retail properties, says there have been some leaks and isolated flooding to their buildings, but otherwise no significant damage. Well, staying in that theme, uninsured businesses, damaged machinery, road closures and waste management are high on the list of challenges for smaller-sized businesses. The Auckland-based Employers and Manufacturers Association, which represents around 7,100 Upper North Island businesses, says it's offering every assistance to affected members to help them be up and running tomorrow. Its head of advocacy and strategy, Alan MacDonald, says many businesses will face major financial impacts. One of the things we've found that there's quite a significant number of people who aren't insured, just with you know things like COVID and things like that, so they've dropped their insurance. The CEO for Fariki, which is the Maori Business Network, um, they've got slightly more than 3,000 members, and they did a quick survey and found possibly up to 60% of those surveyed weren't insured. And these are very, very small businesses who've been under a lot of pressure for a, a long period of time. So probably not quite representative of the wider community, but we do know there are a number of uninsured people as well. 
Alan McDonald says businesses have also been dealing with some looting, while waste left over from the clean-up is, is causing problems as well. Well, a couple of the big banks have been quick to step in and uh, outline the uh, Measures that they'll make available for those affected, ASB and Kiwi Bank. They're offering for people on home loans, reducing payments, uh, moving to interest-only repayments or deferring repayments altogether. For those on investments, they'll be looking uh, to make available early access to term deposits and saver funds. And for those using credit cards, reducing payments, changing card types uh, or being able to query on transactions. And for those in business, they're talking about temporary or interest-only lending. The issue being, of course, check with your bank what help may be available. Well, turning to another subject now, upsides are expected for New Zealand-China trade uh, position as China recovers from the pandemic. An advisor at Salt Funds Management says new deals are happening and people can finally get in on the ground for meetings. And China authorities have uh, held to their COVID zero approach much longer than had been anticipated. But the reopening has also come more quickly than anybody had been expecting. The head of global diversified funds at Salt Funds Management, Greg Fleming, says while the Chinese economy is unlikely to return to its strong growth this year, he expects a positive outlook for trade and investment. China has traditionally grown, you know, between 6 and 8% per year. Last year, it only managed 2.9%. It's looking like 5% growth may be possible in 2023, purely from the relaxation of COVID restrictions in China. Um, but also, credit conditions have been deliberately eased by the government. Uh, so there's more, much more money available for development projects and for investment. Greg Fleming says the huge volume of goods needed to satisfy Chinese consumer market is likely to pose some problems for local suppliers. We'll see how financial markets are faring at the start of the week. I'm joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Kira to you, Belinda. Kira, Charles. Obviously, uh, business will be uh, pretty quiet given that uh, the top half of the country is in a holiday. So just how's the share market looking? Hi, yes, it is. There's turnover just over 8 million today, so fairly light. But the S&P NZX is up 26 points at 12,063. So stocks are a little bit mixed as we look through those leaders. Auckland Airport down 4 at 846. A2 Milk's up 8 at 752. Contact Energy down 3 at 782. EBOS down 22 cents at $45. Fletcher Buildings up 7 at $5.30. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare up 35 cents at 25.46. Uh, we've got Meridian just steady at 5.28. Main Freight up to at $72. Uh, Port of Tauranga is up to at 6.32. Ryman Healthcare, they're having a good day up about 3%, up 19 cents at 6.89. And Spark steady at 5.26. Well, just a headline for Australia, please, and then the currency. Yes, so the Australian index just up eight points today at 7,502. Zero, the biggest mover there, up almost 4%. Um, Looking at the New Zealand dollar, just slightly down against all our trading partners, against the US dollar, 0.6491. The pound at 0.5234. The euro, 0.5969. Against the Australian dollar, we're at 0.9131. The yen, 84.22, and the Chinese yuan, 4.382. 
Um, just looking at our interest rates, that 90-day bank bill, that's up to 4.91%. Uh, Five-year spot rate just down slightly at 4.22%. Brent spot oils at 85.76 a barrel. And gold's up 60 cents. It's at $1,928 an ounce. Thank you very much. Belinda Stanley from Craig's Investment Partners. Well, that's it for now. Business news and numbers for you, all updated around half past five in Checkpoint. But Marnie, that's Colorado Kaipakahi for now. Kia ora.